Welcome to Patriot Point Radio. Patriot Point is your source for Kentucky news and analysis from a conservative, Christian, and common sense point of view. Here's your host, Lee Watts. Hello, Patriots, and thank you for turning in to Patriot Point Radio. Well, news going on in the Commonwealth this week starts off with how Andy Bashir is again issuing decrees and is removing the people from the Capitol. Yes, that is correct. Andy Bashir, in his all-knowing wisdom this week, has decided to close off permanently part of the Capitol to the people of Kentucky. There is a road which goes in between the Capitol building and another building of the Capitol complex known as the Capitol Annex, where the committee rooms are at and uh, legislator offices. And Andy Bashir has decided it is just not safe for him for people to be able to use this road, which has been used by the people of Kentucky since the early 1900s. And so he has decided he's going to keep the people away and has closed this down. Uh, Now, he lists two different reasons for doing this. First, he talks about how there was an event in 2017 in North Carolina where somebody used their car to run over some people at their Capitol building. Well, let's think about this. This was four years ago in another state that somebody decided that they were going to do this. It's not the something that has happened in Kentucky, and it's not any anything that's really happened at a state capitol for years across the entire nation. And yet he's using that as an excuse on why he's not going to let the people use this Capitol Road anymore. And then he's also saying, well, there was the incident on January the 6th, which has been well documented by multiple people, including us here on the program. I don't believe that that was conservatives at all who were doing that. That was a bunch of people who are with the uh, staging this the Antifa movement trying to blame it all on President Trump. But Andy Bashir is now closing off part of the Capitol again permanently to the people of Kentucky. This is very similar to what he did last year when there kept being protests against him, and he just declared, you're not allowed to protest him up at the Capitol building. He said, okay, I'll compromise with you, and you can protest as long as you stay in your car in the parking lot, which your, the parking lot area is about an eighth or quarter of a mile away from his office. So as long as you stay over there, a quarter mile away, and you sit in your car, you can have freedom of speech and protest all you want. Absolutely ridiculous what he is doing here. And then he goes out in his public address when he's talking about this and lies about it, saying that, well, he's discussed this with our state legislators. I spoke to a few of them about this, and they didn't hear word one about it until they read the article in the paper saying Andy was doing this. So, no, he called two or three people and then just declared it so. Uh, So every time this guy opens his mouth, I'm like, oh, what new tyranny is that going to be today? And uh, he never seems to disappoint by trying to push some more of this out there. So this is what your tax money is being spent for by Andy Bashir up at the Capitol, closing off access to the building like he did last year when he literally posted troops to say that the people of Kentucky aren't even allowed to be in the building or on the grounds of the Capitol building. And now he's moving another step toward doing that type of thing again. And that's probably one of the reasons why we are seeing some new numbers 
come out here recently. And this is going to be some really shocking information for a lot of Kentuckians. And this is the number of Democrats and the number of Republicans that we have in the state. Of course, for the past, oh, I'd say about century, 100 years, Kentucky has been dominated by the Democratic Party. Now, there were all kinds of years where if you weren't a Democrat, you didn't even have anybody to vote for in the primary because nobody was running as anything else. Well, those days are behind us. Uh, And uh, now, as in August, this is last month, the first time in a century the number of Democrats in Kentucky has dropped to less than 50%. They are now at 46% of registered voters, a 11% drop from just in 2008 when they still had 57%. So now Democrats are less than half of all registered voters In Kentucky, the Republicans, while they have gained ground, uh, they have not quite passed the Democrats yet. The uh, Republican registration in Kentucky is now at 44 percent and the remaining percent is for independent voters or people in a third party. So we now see a 46 to 44 percent split between Democrats and Republicans. It doesn't look like it was not a good year to be a Democrat in Kentucky in the last election. And that trend seems to be continuing. It is not going to be a good year to be a Democrat next year in Kentucky during election season. So uh, we'll see when this is going to switch. I don't think it's really a question If Kentucky is going to switch to a majority of Republican voters, it's simply a matter of how long will that be? Uh, I'm thinking it will probably happen within the next two to four years, probably before the next gubernatorial elections in 2023. Uh, So again, not good news for Andy and really the others with a D behind their name this year. It's also not going to be a good year for some other people who have R's behind their name. And that seems to be some Republican incumbents uh, hearing from all kinds of people across the state that are not happy with what many of the incumbents have been doing. Uh, One of those is a fellow who is in the 2nd Congressional District here in Kentucky. For the past 12 years, Kentucky has had the Representative Brett Guthrie up there in Congress. Uh, However, he has generated for himself a primary opponent, a person who is a 20-plus year military veteran uh, by the name of Mr. Chris Henning. And uh, was at an event the other night, and uh, Mr. Henning pointed out that the only piece of legislation that Beth Guthrie has written himself that's gotten passed in the past eight years has been a ceiling fan safety bill. Uh, Not really the kind of issues that Kentuckians are overly concerned about. Uh, Things that have to do with liberty and with taxes and standing up for these type of issues are really what we want our representatives to be fighting for. Uh, And that's one of the reasons why uh, I think that Congressman Thomas Massey uh, in northern Kentucky had received such an overwhelming vote of support during his last primary. He's been very outspoken on cases like liberty. We see this also from Kentucky Senator Rand Paul. Uh, These people are some of the in the entire nation on these issues. For example, we have the infrastructure bill being pushed by the Biden administration and also being pushed by the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, talking about how this would be so great. It would build roads and bridges. 
And here's where the dirty trick comes in, and I see this a lot uh, from all levels of government, whether it be the federal or the state level. There'll be a piece of legislation, and it will contain some very good things. And that's what will be promoted and talked about. Hey, look about all this great things that this would do. For example, in this federal infrastructure bill, hey, we would build roads and bridges. But here's the problem. These same bills also will contain bad things which should never be in there and therefore should not be voted for. An example in this infrastructure bill, in addition to roads and bridges, it is also sending tens of millions of dollars to put high-speed Internet into federal prisons. So all these prisoners are going to have high-speed Internet. Well, isn't that a nice convenience for them? It also includes taxpayer-funded electric car recharging stations. This is basically going to be like a gas station for electric cars. Why is the government paying for this? Uh, This is also intruding into private industry. What if you're a private industry? Instead of running a gas station, you're running an electric car charging station. So you're trying to run your private business, but then the government is competing against you. Also in this infrastructure deal being pushed by the Chamber of Communists, I mean Chamber of uh, Commerce, because that's really what they're doing nowadays, is a mountain of this Green New Deal, this incredibly far radical leftist agenda. It also includes a relabeling, and that's, oh, the left is very fond of relabeling things. Instead of calling people illegal invaders, not legal immigrants, but illegal invaders, in this infrastructure bill, they are called human infrastructure. Well, that's just relabeling everything, and we see the problem there. So uh, that's one of the problems with this. I'm glad we have people in Kentucky like Congressman Massey and Senator Paul who are pushing back against these things. And that's one of the reasons why Congressman Guthrie now has an opponent, because he has been very quiet about these things. And we're going to see probably more uh, primaries in Kentucky, and I'm guessing nationwide, uh, during the next election cycle than there may have ever been. So it's going to be a very interesting election cycle, and we'll be sure to keep track of different people who are filing and where people stand on the issues and giving you an update on that. Make sure you tune in each and every week. And talking about relabeling things, because again, relabeling something is what the left loves to do. Uh, For example, here in Kentucky, we'll have some school districts that will say they have a 0% dropout rate and they have a 100% graduation rate. Because any kid who drops out, they just relabel on the books that, oh, they left to go do homeschooling. So only the homeschoolers have dropouts, and we have a 100% graduation rate. No, they don't. Is that It's just relabeling things. Let's talk about how that's affecting a lot of the big issues in America today, specifically with vaccines. Well, you know, back in the 1930s and 40s, there was this terrible disease called polio, and uh, it was just awful, affected all kinds of people, and so they came out with a vaccine. And then the people pushing vaccines always point back to this one, saying, well, what a tremendous success that this was. It eradicated this horrible disease of polio, and that is false, fake news. 
because in 1956, if you want to do your research, the American Medical Association issued a mandate to its doctors saying that they were no longer to diagnose people with polio. It was to be diagnosed specifically as Guillaume-Barre syndrome, which, if you would like to look up, has the exact same symptoms as polio. And the cases of that starting in 1956 skyrocketed. It was also to be diagnosed as MS or ALS, which is Lou Gehrig's disease, or it could be diagnosed as cerebral palsy or types of Bell's palsy. So you have all of these different things that used to be called polio, but now they just diagnose them as all of these different things claiming the vaccine eliminated polio. All it did was you just relabeled what it was. And we're seeing that a lot nowadays. Nobody actually dies of the regular flu anymore. Used to be tens of thousands of people every year in America. Nobody dies of the regular flu anymore. Heart disease is way down. Cancer is way down. Heart attacks are way down. Liver cancer is way down. But everything is then labeled as a COVID death. Just the self-fulfilling prophecies to push a false narrative. I think that's one of the reasons why we have the border crisis right now going on. It's not a crisis. We don't have a southern border. A border means there's some kind of a line here. No, the people are being flooded in by the thousands upon thousands every single day by the Biden administration on purpose. And they are flooding these people specifically into two states. They are flooding them into Texas and into Florida with literal airplane flights that are paid for by the taxpayer to fly them into these places, to bust them around. Now, why is that? Well, because the Texas governor and Florida governor, Abbott and DeSantis, have been pushing back against these vaccines, pushing back against mandates, letting the people choose for themselves. But by the leftist shipping a bunch of illegals with no COVID screening into these two states, flooding them with tens of thousands of these people, it's going to artificially inflate the COVID numbers and then they're going to come out and say, oh, well, look how uh, not pushing all these vaccines and mandates has uh, resulted with all these big numbers in these states. That's why you tune in to Patriot Point to get this news and analysis. I hope you'll tune in each and every week. Until then, be informed, be involved, be armed, and let freedom ring. You've been listening to Patriot Point with Lee Watts. You can find more Patriot Point online with new videos posted every week on YouTube and Rumble. Just search for the channel called Patriot Point or visit our website at www.godandcountryministry.com.